Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nonsense Podcast, episode 31 with my good buddy, Mike Baldwin. Got a lot to talk about, as always. Got some great videos we're going to break down. We've got a, a long video that we're going to watch, uh, the plan to save the world that we've been talking about for a while, and and we've figured out how to show it. And uh, so it's kind of a long one, but we think it's relevant to what we're always talking about. And uh, a lot of stuff going on, man. The Biden, uh, Ashley Biden diary and the hunter laptop and uh we've got a lot of shit to talk about man they recently made uh i guess i don't know if it was today but the usa today person of the year the woman of the year is a biological woman for the second year biological man for the second year in a row and uh <laughs> it, it's almost comical at this point like I mean, what? Why? Why the war against women? And why aren't more women pissed off about this kind of thing? You think? You think you'd hear more about it? Are you asking me, or are you? I thought you were just asking a rhetorical question. Uh, I'm asking you. Why don't? Why don't you think you hear more women pissed off about it? Because of the same reason that I didn't go on Facebook and say, "Come on, guys, Trump didn't call Mexicans rapists. Let's all calm down." Because everybody will, the loud minority will fucking attack them and they know it. So they're like, eh, we'll just keep our mouths shut. People tend to go with the flow, whatever the flow happens to be. Like we, you and I, and the people that watch this, except for the few people that are just hate watching it, which is fine with me. Uh, we have opinions that we know are... I don't want to say right, but we know that they're not crazy and they've just made it to where we're scared to talk about it. And so we're the outliers, me and you and the people that watch this. We're like the we are. I don't want to say we're the minority either, because I feel like there's more of us than there are people that really think this shit. That's what I think it was Steven Crowder. Have you watched any of his uh, stuff on Rumble? I definitely know who he is, but no, I haven't watched his Rumble. He's got a his show is good. And he also does these things called Change My Mind, where he'll go to like, I'm sure you've seen the meme where he's yeah. like sipping a cup of coffee. and But he'll say like, men cannot give birth. Change my mind. And he'll do it on college campuses. So college students will be like, um, obviously they can. And he just like plainly, he doesn't argue with them. He just talks to them and sort of, you know, debates, I guess. But it's not like a fuck you sort of thing. It's like, okay, and why do you think that? Anyway, he was talking about, uh, ah, shit, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, like they know that, like they know in their minds, like a man cannot give birth to a baby. They know that logically. They just want to shit on anything that this side says. So really, we should use it to our advantage. We should think up a, like, a thing that we want the opposite of to be true, and we should start pushing it, you know? Like, we should come out and say, like, uh, oh, what would be a good one? Like, uh, every child that lives in an urban city should be given a gun. <laughs> at the age of 12 or something we should come out and say that because then they'll come out and go no fuck you nobody that lives in the inner city should have guns and we're like yeah all right let's go fucking let's go get all the illegal ones yeah 
That may, yeah. I, I could have thought of a better example if, if I had another minute, but you still, you get the point. I get the point. Um, and I believe, I believe you're right. As far as more people think the way we do, than than uh, the mainstream media especially talks about, or that people are willing to admit, because have you heard about the song? Um, it's by the January 6th choir who I'm not familiar with. They are, but it's oh, with, yeah. it's with Trump. The, all of those dudes sang that song from jail. They all had like their phones and a little, you know, where you go and like, you have a visitor, that shit. And they recorded them all doing that and then put them all together. And it's just them singing the national anthem. And then, uh, you know, they'll do a verse or so. And then Trump says a part of the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. It was, yeah. a, it's a nice thing to listen to. I mean, it's not like a good song, but right. it's like a cool thing. I thought I liked it. And then yeah. Apple took it off of their, uh, iTunes there for a few days by accident, purely a mistake. Yeah. Do you really believe that it was by mistake? Of course not. <laughs> they just got an angry email or angry phone call that was like, take this fucking thing down. And they're like, we can't just take it down. And they're like, God damn it. Take it down. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just Apple, which is the biggest one, but it, it topped a few different charts from what I understand. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say, though, like I've topped the charts on iTunes before, but you got to be more specific about it, like yeah. comedy sales of the day. But I was still number one that day, you know, so I can say like iTunes number one, Mike Baldwin. So like there was another uh, who was it? Uh, Tom McDonald. Have you ever listened to any of his shit? No, he's like a white rapper who is fully like anti-leftists and all that and him and country singer john rich did a song together and uh i saw a thing on true social that was like john rich tops the itunes charts and i went on there and looked and he's not even in the top 100 of like the itunes top 100 you got to go into like you know specific shit right but it did apparently that's what I, I don't listen to X22 diligently anymore, but I did listen to a few minutes of them the other day talking about how it was number one for several days in a row. Um, and I think that's pretty telling. I think a lot of people in this country have, have, have woken up to a lot of things and January 6th being largely bullshit is, is one of them, but I'm also still disappointed all the time in comedians that just, pick the low hanging fruit as far as like, I saw a guy who I really like him as a person, but I saw him on Instagram making fun of Trump and his, 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 his arrest or whatever that hasn't happened yet. And, and we'll see if it does. Um, but it, it just, it makes me sad for those people, not necessarily sad, but I'm just like, you're the disinformation spreader. You're, you're making this worse and you don't realize it, you know, like that's how I feel anyway. And, and they probably think the same thing about us, but the difference is we're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's the hard thing is that if if they say their shit and then you go, well, actually, that's not accurate what you're saying, then everybody piles on you for not agreeing with the mainstream thing. Whereas if you came out and you were like, guys, Trump is not going to get arrested, like he's not even going to be charged with this shit. Like all the stuff that's come out in the last couple of days that apparently was public 
for years, but people are like retweeting all this stuff. Like there was a, first of all, for those that don't know, the thing that they're trying to charge him on is paying off Stormy Daniels, the porn star using election funds or whatever the fuck that term is like money that was delegated to be spent on his campaign campaign funds uh so then the first thing that came out was a letter from uh michael cohen who was trump's lawyer uh to somebody that came out in like 2018 that was like uh mr cohen paid miss daniels off through his own free will the trump campaign or the trump uh, tower or whatever was not involved at all they weren't aware of it and they never paid me back for it that was what michael cohen said and then stormy daniels came out and said uh and this was years ago too she was like for the last time like there was no affair like the thing that we're arguing about has nothing to do with us sleeping together and so i uh, Anyway, so cut to now, people are like, Trump's getting fucking busted because he fucked Stormy Daniels and then paid her out of campaign funds to not tell anybody. And that's apparently not what happened at all. No, it's not what happened. And, and you know, there are people that think Trump is stupid, but he's not so freaking stupid if he was stupid, which I don't think he is. But he's not so stupid as to do that, you know? I mean, I think... Who was it that did do that though? Wasn't it wasn't it Barack Obama and they just gave him like a, a fine for it? It was Hillary Clinton because she paid for the Steele dossier. She had to pay like a hundred and seventeen thousand dollar fine or something like that. And that's what they do in cases like that. They're like, hey, you should have used this pile of money over here to pay for that. And they're like, Oh, sorry, I'll take money from here and put it there, and now we're good to go, right? And they're like, Yep. Yeah. So even the idea that they're going to charge him with something on this is ridiculous. And if they do charge him, it's just it's only going to help him. It's not going to hurt him at all. Yeah, I, I could have swore that Barack Obama did something very similar and just got a. And he got might a, have. I just happened to know that Hillary Clinton definitely did. And hers was obviously most recent. Yeah, um, I, I wish I would have. uh got it to you earlier because i just now saw it but have you seen those things with uh gosh what's the comedian's name he had hillary clinton on comedy central he interviews people um zach galifianakis i didn't want to actually play it but that was loud <laughs> yeah sorry he uh he brings her on he's interviewing her and then he's like we have to we have to do a commercial break and then he brings on a trump commercial and it's like trump talking about how how uh corrupt everything is and then he goes back to hillary and he's like he's like uh so how do we get a hold of you would an email be the best best way <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just funny I'll, I'll send it to you we'll use it next week but um so anyway that got me totally off off what the hell we were talking about but yeah clinton clinton um i don't know if he used campaign funds but he definitely paid off monica Lewinsky, or was it monica Lewinsky? he's done a few of them um, yeah, I think it was, uh, oh, what's the lady's name? Paula Jones? Maybe. And there's another one that's on Twitter that's more active on Twitter. It's funny because there were multiples. Yeah. And Hillary Clinton at the time, that was way before Believe All Women and all that shit. So Hillary Clinton's like, oh, this trailer trash over here, she's lying. <laughs> and the girl's like, I was raped by your husband. And she's like, shut up, trash. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. They, that's, that's, that's what they do. They, they take everything that they've done and they blame it on other people. Um, especially when it comes to Trump, you know, like this whole Stormy Daniels thing. I think we said this last week, but that, it, it just proves how desperate they're getting. And he, he came out and told everyone they're going to arrest me, which totally screwed up their plan because you know, they wanted to come in with like a SWAT team and helicopters and shit and be like, we got him, you know, just to like throw that, throw him into that light as far as like, look what a criminal he is. They wanted to come after him. Like he was John Gotti or something. And he's like, Oh, they're going to arrest me. And, and they're like, Dick. <laughs> oh, damn it. He told them. Yeah. Um, like, Hey buddy, you looking forward to your surprise birthday party tomorrow? And everybody's like, what the fuck dude? Yeah. Don't fucking say that. Yeah. And, and they also are trying to make it, uh, they're trying to rile up Trump supporters, which I feel like, I feel like anyone who's a true MAGA patriot person, you know, they're not falling for any of this shit anymore. Um, of course not. But that's what uh, there's a couple of points that you made there. The first one is uh, uh, Tracy Beans, who's one of my favorite people to listen to, said uh, was talking about how riled up Trump supporters are now that this news came out that Trump might be arrested or charged or whatever. And everybody's going nuts about it. And she's like, why was nobody this nuts? when the FBI raided his fucking house, like everybody just kind of sat back and was like, Oh, what's this? What are they doing? Like, nobody was like, you don't fucking do this. Like nobody yeah. went really crazy, but now a little more people are going crazy. But then also uh, from the same show that Tracy beans is on uh, Frank from quite frankly, was talking about how, like if people show up to protest uh, for Trump, then they'll call it violent and they'll throw in some FBI guys to fucking beat up a cop or whatever they do, you know, and make us look like shitheads. But if Trump says to protest and nobody shows up because we're all smart enough to be like, dude, we're not fucking going to that so we can get framed or whatever. Then the news and the left and stuff are like, oh, fucking Trump losing support. Nobody even wants to come protest for him. And we're like, no, we're not doing it because we know you're going to be there fucking starting fights and shit yeah yeah and uh the people who will come out potentially are you know probably antifa and and uh because no no real mega person i hate that it's even become this mega thing like it, it makes it sound like they're the part of the kkk like a like an arm of the car kkk which which i wanted to talk about real quick this lady um you're familiar with diamond and silk i believe diamond died I don't know which one died, but I am familiar with both of them. Yes. Well, Silk was on. I was listening to her talk about something the other day, and she was going off about all. She's calling them all bastards, and and uh, speaking of like anyone on that side, and and talking. She kept calling Joe Biden Jim Crow Joe, which I loved, and it just made me like. We've talked about this several times, but why do so many, especially black folks, hate? trump like what what is it like even watching a movie the other night in the previews it was like this all-black cast and and they were like in a haunted house or something and they were having to admit things about themselves that they would never admit before and one of them goes i voted for trump and they were all like oh you know like, <laughs> like i can't believe you admitted that you know like you piece of shit you know and they all went after him and whatever and i 
I lost my best friend over this shit. You know, that's how much he believes Trump to be like this racist or whatever. And I, I'm always like, why? What? 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 What did he do to make you believe that as staunchly as you believe it? You know. Well, I mean, it's pretty clear. It's it's every outlet that tells us information has been either bought or corrupted or whatever, you know, like any Facebook, Google, fucking ABC, NBC, like everywhere that we can be like, let's find out what's going on here. They're all, I don't want to say paid because maybe, <coughs> maybe they're not like actually getting paychecks specifically for that thing, but it's just, it's the culture on that side. Like, it starts in college 20 years ago. And now like the people that were in college 20 years ago are the ones running the newsrooms and people that are in college are learning the same shit that, you know, left is correct and right is racist or whatever. And so now that those people get out of college and they go to get jobs and they know, like, even if they do like Trump, they're like, well, I'm not going to get my Trump article in on the front page, like they're probably not even going to put it in the fucking paper. So why even bother writing it? So they're just like, you know, I'll write the opposite of that because that'll get me on the fucking front page. And yeah. so it's, it's, it's different levels of things. You can't say that they're all fucking Satanists are all like corrupt pieces of shit or whatever. Like a lot of them are just like, dude, I'm just working. I'm just trying to make money, you know? And I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't, a lot of them are probably like, I don't even care about politics. Like, I just know what my boss wants. And so I do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where should we go first? Do you think, should we play the plan to save the world? Do you want to save it for the end or do you want to watch it right now? I don't know. I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. All right. Let's open her up. It might take. Oh, no, nope. I guess it's ready. I thought it might take longer because it's longer. Start it whenever you want, and I will uh, shut up. I'll, I'm going to mute my... Once you start it, I'm going to mute my mic just so there's no echo or anything. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it is a 13-minute video. I've seen it a few times. Um, but I think, any, especially someone new to this, but it's, it's, uh, it's very interesting, and it is 13 minutes long, so which is also going to take, give me time to run outside and grab this package off our porch. And I'm always paranoid about people stealing shit, but it's kind of expensive that they're delivering. And uh, so I'm going to grab that, but I'll be right back and uh, we're going to play this and then we're going to talk about it. And uh, yeah, if you're watching this podcast, you'll, you'll like it anyway. And if you're new to it, you'll understand why we believe some of the things we do, at least, in, at least partially. I'm not saying I believe 100% of this, Um no, I don't believe 100% of any of the shit that I read or see or watch or whatever. But also a tip if you want to get through this faster. I always listen to shit at one and a half speed. Uh, yeah. It gets me through podcasts and all that stuff so much quicker. Um, I will, I'll do two times speed for like 30 seconds, which is too fast. Uh, but that 30 seconds gets my brain used to it a little bit. So then when I go to one and a half speed, it sounds like super slow comparatively. And then you're just used to it. Yeah. Plus, if you have seen this, this is recorded. So you can just fast forward through the whole damn thing if you don't want to watch it. But I, there you I, go. I, I like it. So here it is. 
Have you ever wondered why we go to war? Or why you never seem to be able to get out of debt? Why there is poverty, division, and crime? What if I told you there was a reason for it all? What if I told you it was done on purpose? What if I told you that those who were corrupting the world, poisoning our food, and igniting conflict were themselves about to be permanently eradicated from the Earth? You might think that an idealistic fantasy. Well, let me tell you a story. We acknowledge there are criminals, of course. They rob your house, they steal your phone. They can murder you too if they think they can get away with it. We have all experienced criminals in one way or another. Criminals as we know are those who choose personal gain over the rights of others and have no regard for the law. But here is where you need to expand your thinking. Criminals can also succeed in business and politics and can be elected as our leaders. If a criminal became the president, imagine what they could achieve. They could use the full weight of their executive power to commit much larger crimes and ensure they and their friends were enriched to the fullest extent possible. A criminal president could create alliances with other criminal presidents and then collaborate on more global criminal activities. Anything goes. Drug running, human trafficking, whatever makes the big bucks. The 20th century was turbulent with war, economic disaster, famines, and displacement. We have always accepted these things as just human nature, and simply the way the world works. Something inevitable, and due to the weaknesses of human nature that drive us to these actions. This is where we were all tragically wrong. You are not a criminal. I am not a criminal. So how can we just assume that it is human nature that is driving all this pain and misery? What if it wasn't human nature at all, and as a result of something more deliberate? We were taught that capitalism was the cause of a massive rich-poor divide and the reason for poverty, which in turn is the reason for war, crime, and starvation. Others were taught that communism, the system of equal wealth across all people, was really to blame for the mess. But you see, folks, it is none of these things. It is not our nature to fight and be racist. It is not in our nature to rob from others. What you must learn is that it was the criminals all along. Yes, they got power. More power than a criminal should ever have. They rose to the top of media companies that control our news and entertainment. They ascended to the top of the banking system. Also to the Oval Office, to Brussels, to the Vatican, to the Crown. They crept in quietly. They became leaders of agricultural companies who have control over our food supply. Also big pharmaceutical companies, the ones we trust to help us when we're sick. Nobody stopped them, and they just recruited more criminals to help them. First, they accumulated the world's wealth. They invented a system of money called central banking, which lends money to governments with interest, placing countries into eternal debt. People's wealth got less. Their wealth got more. Much more. When a criminal is already as rich as they can get, then protecting their ill-gotten gains becomes the priority. Angry citizens tired of being poor are a major obstacle and can revolt if they suffer enough. The criminals needed to prevent this. So they diverted attention to the last remaining competitor, the people of the world, you and me. We were not happy being ruled by criminals and having to work three jobs just to survive. They know we won't accept it. So they use their control of the media to set black against white, woman against man, young against old, Muslim against Christian, 
They convinced us we were the problem, so that we would fight and destroy ourselves. To get it done faster, they attacked all aspects of humanity that make us strong. Like family. Using their influence over culture, they popularized lifestyle choices that led to a surge in broken homes, lost youth, and substance abuse. I could talk all day about how else they deliberately weakened us and it would turn your stomach. We were just trying to get on with living. So where are all the good guys? Good people just want to get married, have kids, make a living, and enjoy their liberty. Well, there were good guys. Many. One became the President of the United States in January 1961. He knew about these criminals and wanted them gone. He knew their intentions for us all, and he wanted to fight them. Sadly, he had no idea how powerful they had become. Reagan also had good intentions for the American people. He knew this criminal mafia controlled almost everything by this stage, including the powerful rogue intelligence agencies. His economic policies were promising, but the criminals needed a weak America to hold on to their power. Reagan was shown with a bullet that a growing U.S. economy and prosperous citizens were not what the criminals wanted. It was looking pretty grim for good people. Every time someone wanted to stand up and do the right thing, they got stopped. Were we ever to be freed? These criminals are also known as the Deep State, or Cabal, because of how they control things behind the scenes. Every president after Reagan was one of these Deep State criminals, and their empire got even stronger. With each bad president came new depths America and the world would sink. The world collapsed into darkness. Do you need me to tell you how? Destroyed factories, declining job numbers, sicker people, opioids, destruction of Iraq, Syria, and Yemen with pointless war, displacement of people into Europe, ISIS, terrorism, collapsed governments, poverty, and genocide. Total misery. Do you think that was inevitable? Hell no. Well, here is where things start to take a new turn. When the full picture comes to be known, it will forever be regarded as the greatest story ever told. Well, here is the top line. Some good people still held positions of power. They valued humanity and the rule of law. While the criminals discussed their game plan at the annual Bilderberg meetings, the good guys were making plans of their own. The information age was coming to change history forever. As the internet flooded into every home, and appliances became smarter, and when people started carrying tracking devices, an opportunity to put an end to criminal control over the world was emerging. We became connected, trackable, and surveilled. But so did they. They became dependent, just like we did, on email, SMS, instant communication. It made crime much easier, but it also put them on a grid that, if accessed by the right people, would expose their crimes to the public and end their iron grip on us once and for all. In this new age of information, it was thought that the military should also have its own intelligence agency to focus on cybercrime and espionage. They called this the NSA, the National Security Agency. Here we had every phone call, email, and text from every device stored and archived. Whether it be someone making a doctor's appointment or the deep state setting up a massive heroin purchase from the Taliban. In the right hands, it would be enough information to expose the entire sinister criminal plot to rub us blind and wipe us out. 
Hold that thought. Now I need to explain the plan. The good guys were devising a plan to reclaim the world from the Cabal and return it to the people. It would involve alliances with multiple countries, since the criminals had global rat lines, trade, and other infrastructure in place that would need their cooperation. It came down to two choices for America. Launch a military coup to seize the government from whichever Cabal puppet was in the White House at the time. Or win legitimately, take control of the NSA, expose the criminals for what they are, and arrest them all. Obviously, the first option would be very troubling for the public. With people still preoccupied with Cabal-engineered social issues, they would likely revolt and hurt themselves and others. No, it would have to be the latter. So they needed a candidate who could win, and who could win big. Many states like California had been so heavily inundated by criminals that even the voting machines were electronically set up to swing votes any which way. It would need to be a very decisive victory. Good patriots in the U.S. military and their global partners asked Trump to run for president so they could take back control of America legitimately without alarming the public. Trump was a good choice, obviously, because he overcame the vote of fraud and won. But he was a patriot and he was loved and admired by the public. He was not interested in joining the cabal because they hated America and he did not agree with them on that point. As soon as he showed interest in taking power, they activated their media assets to viciously turn on him. That's when we saw the sudden hatred emerge. Even when he won, the cabal still had no idea what he was a part of and the sophisticated plan that was about to unfold against them. Shocked at their loss, they mobilized their full arsenal of intelligence, media, money, and technology to try and take back power. There were people at the top of the DOJ and FBI then put together a plan to frame Trump and have him impeached. This is where we come back to the NSA again. All messages were stored and could be used to expose this plot and prevent Trump's overthrow. An entire book will be written about the first two years of Trump's presidency. False flag terror attacks, downed planes, missile alerts, assassination attempts. Here is the point. The world is currently experiencing a dramatic covert war of biblical proportions. Literally the fight for Earth, between the forces of good and evil. I can't put it in simpler terms, but I can say it appears the good guys are winning. The Cabal had complete control over North Korea. They hijacked the Kim Dynasty, took them hostage, and worked to build up a nuclear arsenal to threaten the world. Kim Jong-un suddenly embracing peace was simply because the deep state were beaten and driven out. ISIS was also destroyed in the year following Trump's win. We are all starting to see the pattern now that enough time has passed, that our biggest global concerns are starting to recede and peace is returning. It is all evidence that the good guys are winning the war. But we are still in the middle. While a lot is improving, it still puzzles many that most of these known criminals are still free, especially the higher ups like Hillary Clinton, the Bushes and Obama. That is coming in the next chapter of the story. That's why we have Q. The good guys with control over the NSA began the Q intelligence dissemination program to invoke an online grassroots movement that came to be called The Great Awakening. It started on underground internet channels and then moved to the mainstream. Q has been a fun distraction for those who follow world events and desire truth, but it is about to begin a much more important and necessary phase keeping the public informed when the deep state war breaks out onto the surface. By this, I mean high-profile arrests. Yes, folks, 
The criminals I'm referring to are famous politicians, actors, singers, CEOs, and celebrities. People who have earned our trust, respect, and admiration. They have done very bad things that are all fully known and documented, and they will be severely punished. Those of us who have followed Q since the beginning will be here to help you make sense of the coming events. We are among the first to realize that our petty partisan divisions are just trivial distractions, and we are all enslaved by a hidden enemy. We realized that the problem was never capitalism or socialism, Democrat or Republican, black or white, Muslim or Christian. We know it was just very powerful criminals who had too much power. Fellow slaves, it's time to buckle your seatbelt, recognize your true enemy, and embrace a new future that we all owe to the brave patriots who risk their lives to achieve this victory against the greatest force of evil the world has ever known. May God bless America. Boom. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it. I mean, you know, obviously you can take the stance that that is complete bullshit and they made up every bit of that. Um, but to me, it makes no sense to think that's all made up bullshit. It makes too much sense as far as every all the worst things are orchestrated instigated and funded by people who benefit from it and it makes so much sense that if you put criminals in power and the people who are way above presidents and everything else at least the deep state presidents and i love how they include bush because the bush crime the bush family is Dude, they, <laughs> I've read a fair amount about the Bush family, and they are evil. <laughs> uh, at least from from what I've read, and and it just makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and, and you know, there are people that are like, "Well, this isn't happening. They're not the good guys aren't winning because we have Biden and all that shit." But I believe, and what I've learned about a lot of these things is that. Um, sorry, I lost track of what I was saying. Um, what do you, what do you think about this video? What do you like about it? And what do you think is bullshit? Um, well, you can tell that it was made years ago because they don't mention Biden or anything like that. And, and so it was still during Trump's presidency when even all the Q people were like any day now, any day, it's all going to go down mass arrests and all that shit. But I think now as, as time goes on, I think more and more people are realizing like, I don't, it's like, I've said this multiple times, but it's very horoscopy. So like, you know, we can, we can find examples every day of like some shady shit happening and we can be like, see, that's what the video was talking about that kind of shit. And it's like, you can do that with anything, you know? So I, I, that's what I see as bullshit about it, but I definitely do. I adhere to the idea that, uh, that Trump was chosen to run because they, yes, I agree with the military shit, all that stuff. I, I obviously don't know because if I knew for a fact, then uh, the people on the, the bad guys would know for a fact also. So that's, 
what a lot of the Q stuff is about is like, look, I'm telling you these things, but I'm telling you in such a way that some FBI guy can't show up at my house and be like, you're not allowed to tell people these things. So like he, I say he, I don't know who or what Q is. It could be AI for all I know, or it could just be a fucking leftist who's like, I'm going to get him with this one. You never know. But if I was a leftist and I was trying to make up fake shit, I wouldn't point out every mistake that leftists had made and point out all of the good things that, that the right wing has done. But then that also makes me think like, it's not, I saw a graph the other day that showed like, I'm not going to be able to describe this. It had a square and at the top of the square was like rich people. And then the bottom of the square was everybody else. And it said uh, like who we choose to hate and rich people were circled. And, and then the, the next graph was the same thing again, except it instead of, only circling rich people they circled like a little chunk of the rich people and a decent chunk of everybody else meaning like we're not fighting against the rich we're fighting against these fucking corrupt people some of whom are super duper rich and a lot of them are not so it's like we're that's how i feel about democrat and republican like being a republican doesn't make you right or good or better than somebody that's on the left it's it just gives us bullshit to argue about that stuff that we would have never argued about if they weren't like all right guys your next subject is you know black versus white and we're like all right well i mean we're different cuz that guy's black and i'm white so that's obviously a difference and then they just get us arguing. So what, you're saying we're not as good as you? And it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, the guy brought up the subject. I was just commenting on it, you know? Like, no, I don't think you're worse or better or anything. I think no matter what color you are or religion or whatever, if you're if you're not a dick, then you're probably fine. Right. And, yeah, and, and it's also the first time in, in my life, and then the, I think the history of the United States, that that one side has ever been so vilified, you know, before it was always just, you know, kind of respectful, you know, banter, you know, even among like late night politicians, no matter who the president was, they would make fun of them or whatever. And, and you don't see that much. I don't watch a lot of late night shit anymore to be fair, but you don't see that a lot anymore. And no one has ever been gone after with such vitriol like Trump um, ever you know, and their, their mistakes or the dumb things they say ever magnified so much as anything even remotely, you know, it got to the point where they, they would jump on shit that wasn't even true and just flat out make things up um, to where now, if you read mainstream media or watch the news and you're awake, I believe like we are, um, it becomes kind of comical. Like, wow, they are really trying to, destroy this guy and i admit at the i've admitted it several times at the beginning of his presidency or when he was running for president or whatever i was like what the fuck are we getting ready to do like how can this man become the president and then as i started paying attention and things started unfolding and like a, a big wake-up call for me was that whole uh 
thing in West Virginia with the Nazi things and all that. I'm like, what? That that's not what he said. That's not what he said. But before you know it, they just repeated it so much that people were like, I just can't believe that he said that about. And I'm like, because he didn't. He fucking didn't. You know, he didn't say, oh, Nazis are fine people. Or he didn't say that. But by the time people have heard something a zillion times in a row, it starts to play. You know, and that's been a tactic going back way a long time ago. You know, you just repeat a lie long enough. And after a while, people are like, isn't that what, you know, no, that's not what he fucking said. Yeah. And the on that same point, we only started noticing when the news started saying bad shit about Trump. So we didn't think about it during Obama, but the opposite was true during Obama, that the whole same group of news that's telling us how much of a piece of shit Trump is, was there during Obama telling us how great he was and, and how he didn't do anything wrong and how the only controversy that he ever had in his whole eight years as president was wearing a tan suit once because he once wore a tan suit and everybody, even the late night shows and stuff were like, bad choice, Barack. And they're like, that was his only controversy as president. And it's like, if you had treated Obama the same way that you treat Trump, we would all have a different opinion of Obama also, or a lot of us would, you know, if they had, uh, and it's interesting because a lot of the stuff is like facts about Obama, like things that most people know, but they just don't care, you know? And you're like, you know, Obama dropped more bombs than, than Trump did in the same amount of time or whatever the math is. I don't remember exactly, but, you know, and then people will defend that and be like, well, you know, Obama knew what he was doing. Those bombs had to be dropped. And it's like, all right, well, Trump dropped bombs, too. And they're like, that's because he's a fucking war criminal. Yeah. And you're like, well, how can you like it's the, a lot of these things are the same thing. And and much less, you know, and Obama dropped, I believe the number was twenty nine thousand in his last year. And he invaded, I think either five or seven new Middle Eastern countries, um, you know, going along with the whole Bush thing. They're, they're, the, they're the same. All those fucking people are the same. Um, going back to Lyndon Johnson and, and all of them, you know, and they, they whacked Kennedy because he, he started realizing like, wait, we're being, we're being manipulated and, and it is a crime syndicate and all this shit. And he's like, I'll split, I'll split the CIA into a thousand pieces. And they're like, you will, huh? <laughs> and then they fucking murdered him. You know, I, I wonder what they told him like that, that made him fully decide to say those things. You know what I mean? Cause when he was running for president, I doubt that he knew those things, but it's like, after you become president, then they're like, you know, you can ask to see anything. You're like, I want to see all these classified documents. And then he reads through them and he's like, what the fuck? Like, we're not supposed to be doing this. And they're like, Hey, come on, man. The vice president like nudges him. Come on, buddy. We're all making money here. Let's keep quiet. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking keep quiet. We're not supposed to be doing this. And then all the other guys kind of look at each other like, Oh fuck, this isn't good. We're going to have to do something. And Kennedy also was in the same the same as Trump in regards to he didn't need their money. The Kennedys were were rich as hell. He didn't need to keep being part of their criminal syndicate, you know. So he's just they're like, 
you know, if they if they made that argument, hey, we're all making money. He's like, I don't need your money. I want to be I love this country, you know, which is which is, you know, Trump might have some faults in his personality, but I believe that's the driving force behind this is his ego and his love of America, you know, and I don't know. It, it, again, we've talked about this before a million times, but he had a supermodel wife. He's a billionaire. He doesn't have to do any of this shit. He's not just doing it to, he wants to be the guy, you know? And right. People are like, he just wants to get a, a hotel deal with Putin. And it's like, you think he gives a fuck about that? Like his little million dollar hotel or whatever. Dude's got a billion dollars or more, maybe yeah. multiple billions, depending on which tax return you see. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I've just learned to not, anytime I see something that says breaking, like Trump is in this hot water now or whatever. I'm just like, no, he's not. Like I know. Anything that like the Krasenstein brothers say on Twitter, I don't know if you know who they are, but don't find out because they're both fucking lying pieces of shit. And they'll just be like, you know, any minute now, the FBI is breaking down Trump's door. I heard it from an inside source. And I was like, of course, that's not happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, again, it, it just makes way more sense to me that that Trump is trying to help the country rather than he's trying to destroy it with whatever they give him the, you know, they give Barack Obama a Nobel peace prize for literally doing nothing. Um, other than when the, winning the presidency, I mean, within a few months, they're like, you're the Nobel peace prize winner. And then Trump actually does a lot to garner world peace. And they're just like, nah, fuck you. Right. He's doing it. Cause he's an asshole. And it's like, I don't care why he's doing it. I don't care if he's, you know, whatever his reasoning is, if he's helping me make more money and be safer and promoting the idea of like, that's a good video. Actually, I'm going to get that video of him talking. If I have it, I hope I do. Um, Cause he was talking about this exact thing here. Play that. Our children are captives to unhinged Marxist educators who are pushing inappropriate sexual, racial, and political material on our children from the youngest possible age. They don't, they're not old enough to think. The current education system is so upside down that school prayer is banned, but drag shows are absolutely allowed. Do whatever you want. You can't teach the Bible. But you can teach children that men get pregnant and that kindergartners are allowed to pick their own gender. You can't talk about the Bible. You would not trust these people to babysit your children for 30 minutes and we should not let them educate millions of American students six hours a day, year after year. See, I don't see what is controversial about that. Yeah, it's gross. And it's it's behind the moral, uh, the weakening of the fabric of this country. It, it all is. Um, yeah, I mean, everything he said, I don't know how you can't get on board with what he just said. And I think most Americans are on board with what he said. The overwhelming majority of Americans are, left or right. Yeah. Well, since we're on the subject, then here, go ahead and play that next video. That's a girl talking about uh, men going into women's prisons. 
Oh, yeah. Trans women should be legally treated as women. Tell me why you're strongly disagreeing. Because I'm a molecular geneticist. Being male or being female is a developmental process. You can't go backwards. So you can't change your sex. Like, you cannot do that. Currently, in California prisons and prisons in other parts of the country, women are getting impregnated by other women. You cannot house female prisoners with male prisoners because they get raped. And that's happening today. And it's not in the news. It's not in the common news. Oh, okay. But I know about it. I go to the women's changing room at my gym, and there's a dude in there. He's putting on makeup and hoop earrings. And this is not something a woman does when she goes to work out. You know, and it's just, it's so sad that women have internalized misogyny to the point where the man's comfort is, takes precedence over the woman's safety. There's a reason why they don't want to be in men's prisons, because men beat each other to death. This is the most insane thing that has ever happened to me in my life, that women are a feeling now. If a man is who has tra transitioned has F on his driver's license, and then he gets arrested, they're going to put him in a cell Correct. with women. And his hands are stronger, his body is stronger, and he can beat that woman to death. <laughs> That's what, like, I don't want to be 100% bigoted because I have, like, a, especially doing comedy and stuff and the open mic scenes in, like, two or three different cities. There's, like, the trans comic, you know what I mean? And that guy, girl has been dressing up like a lady, like a ridiculous lady, granted. The I it pisses me off how these how trans people are never just like, oh, I'm just wearing like leggings and a t-shirt, you know? It's like, no, I'm wearing my ball gown. And it's like that's obviously like you're doing like a stereotype of what like a very womanly woman is. You you're not just like growing your hair long or I don't know, but I don't know. I don't even know what the fucking point was. Oh, yeah. OK, so the the trans women that I know, the few are cool and I don't want to point at them and be like, you're not a fucking you know what I mean? That's not what I want. I just I want to. I want. First of all, I don't want the kids to be involved at all. That shouldn't even be an argument. And then secondly, it's just I don't know. I should be. I I should have the same freedoms that that person does, and we will have the same freedoms when we're allowed to walk into a place and somebody can go, nah, fuck that guy. Because that's like a right that we have to just be like, I don't fucking like the way that that guy's like if a dude's if you're at a Chiefs game and a guy's wearing a fucking Steelers jersey, you have full right to be like, fuck that guy. I already don't like him. And people are like, oh, come on, he's a cool dude. And I'm like, I don't care. He's going to have to do a whole lot to prove to me that he's not a piece of shit. Because right now, I think he is. Like, we sh we are allowed to do that. But it's like, if a dude puts a dress on, then you just immediately have to be like, what a wonderful choice that you've made, miss. And you can't be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? I don't know. Like, I, it's it's not equal if you can't say shit to certain people. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's not equal. And it's, uh, you know, I've said it a million times. I have nothing but empathy for someone who thinks they're stuck in the wrong body or any of that shit, you know, and 
and if 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 you're not um you know if you're not a dis what's the word a miscreant or anything then you know be trans or whatever but um yeah i, I just i just think it i think i think people have a problem with it being crammed down your throat you know like you have to love this person or or whatever you have to be okay with their their choices or or whatever um and i think most of us are as long as you're a good person um you know some uber driver i had the other day was trans and they were as nice as they could be and we had a great conversation and i didn't have to bring up you know that they think they're a a woman or whatever when it's clearly a dude <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even like is that it was like yep that's a dude <laughs> it wasn't even close that reminds me of brian regan he's not talking about trans people but just him saying it wasn't even close <laughs> yeah he's great man um yeah so i'm not sure where to go now but uh let's look at the list here let's see what other related videos we might have what's this one i hope everyone's pretty aware at this point that there are not two parts can you hear that i can hear it i can't okay see. hold on i'm gonna are there oh okay uh yeah since we're on the subject we'll go ahead and watch this from the kids show real quick and just see the kind of stuff that they're like teaching to children like the a lot of kids would have never even considered this as an option until they saw this episode, which I think is a year or two old, but it doesn't matter. The point still stands that there's people purposely being like, we need to put this message into this show because we have to get more kids to want to do this. That's the only reason they would do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are there any safe children shows out there anymore? You gotta take a look at this. I need to tell you. Really? But it's time to start. I know, but this can't wait any longer. If I'm going to leave the herd, I want to do it as myself. After all, you always say to leave with your heart, right? Well, my heart says that the way I feel most myself is to go by the name Fred. That's because I'm non-binary, and Fred's the name that fits me best. And I also use they and them, because calling me a she or a he doesn't feel right to me. Oh, I didn't know that. No wonder you've been struggling. <sighs> yeah, um... Yeah, so, you know, kids kids see that episode and then they run to their mom and dad and go, "Mom, don't call me he or she anymore." And then the parents go, "What the fuck? What? Where'd you hear that?" And they're like, "We I hear it everywhere. It's on TV. We talk about it at school. Like this is the way things are now." And that's when you get angry parents going to the school and being like, "What the fuck are you teaching these kids?" And but then with shows like that, then the school board can be like, we're not teaching them anything. You, it must be the TV that you're letting them watch. It's all it comes from all sides. You know, you've got the government saying, uh, first of all, that gay marriage is legal. And now Joe Biden's saying, like, uh, you know, we got to protect trans people from all the violence against them, which is very low statistically. Uh, there's one particular uh, demographic that uh, commits most of the violence against trans people. And most of those trans people are prostitutes. And uh, 
It doesn't matter what the demographic is because we're all equal. But people aren't just going around beating the shit out of innocent trans people on a regular basis enough that the government needs to step in and, and help them. Like it's, that's the other thing is like, if, if a dude is like, I'm trans, I'm a woman. And I go, no, you're not. Then that's the same as me just stabbing them in the face. Like that's violence. It's not, logical and it doesn't make any fucking sense and yet we're the ones that are sitting here being like well let's not say anything like i don't want anybody to be mad at me but really everybody should be like what the fuck are you doing like right and and going back to what that that other video was um you know with the putting men in prison with women just because they identify as a woman i mean how can any thinking person especially a fucking judge be like, well, that that's just how it is, you know. I mean, you, you can't you can't invite a fox into the hen house and then be surprised when the fox murders all the hens, you know? I mean, it's it's fucking absurd, man. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh one video left if you want to even watch it or we can save it till next week. It's a thing about Isaac Cappy and then it's another one of those things that's like part of me buys into it. And then the other part of me is like, ah, this is all a stretch, you know, like, cause he said Tom Hanks was a, a pedophile and then he ended up dead. And, uh, I guess they, the police arrested somebody for actually killing him, which I never had heard before this video. I always thought it was, uh, written down as a suicide, but, I don't know, but they said that the guy who killed him, his name was Forrest. So it's like the deep state was like, and find a murderer, but make sure his name is a character that Tom Hanks played so we can really tie it all together. Like, I don't buy that necessarily, but but the fact remains, Isaac Cappy was out there calling people out and calling people things, and he ended up dead. And those things are facts. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. We'll watch it uh, again. You know, you can't you can't know for sure if it's true. And obviously, there are certain Hollywood actors that you don't want to believe it's true. And Tom Hanks is certainly one of them. But it is pretty intriguing the 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 concept the uh, coincidences rather. And you know that you will just watch it because there's no point in me telling you the whole thing. We'll just we'll just watch it. People can think it's crazy or not. That's part of the whole show. The Cappy was an actor and writer in Hollywood and decided to expose all the sick things going on and one person in particular he was exposing was Tom Hanks. I'm not going to talk about Tom Hanks either, who is also a pedophile. Tom Hanks, folks, is a pedophile. Sorry to I'm sorry if this is the kind of bursting your bubble, all this information is new. Now, Isaac Cappy allegedly forced himself off a bridge and was hit by a car on Route 66 and was found dead. Which is ironic because while he was exposing people, he would always say that he's not suicidal and that he's in good health. I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. 39 days before Isaac died, Tom Hanks posted this. It says historic Route 66 roadkill. And it sounds sickening to say, but Isaac was technically roadkill on Route 66.
And the day Isaac died, Tom Hanks posted a red handkerchief. And if you don't know the significance of a red handkerchief, pause and read this real quick. Here's the police report. The man who killed him was named Forrest. And Tom Hanks' most famous movie was Forrest Gump with the iconic scene on Route 66. Like what? To make it more sus, this man literally moved to Greece right after. There's so much more information. I posted a five minute long video on my YouTube and I'm going to make a part two. Yeah. So and now watching it again, then I guess he, uh, he they're not saying he was murdered. They're saying he fell off the bridge or jumped or whatever. And then a car that happened to be passing ran him over. So if that's if you're going to make the name connection, then somebody had to hire that driver to be a quarter of a mile away at the exact right moment to fucking hit the body as it bounces off the. Yeah, that part makes me that's what sucks about shit like that because everything else in it might be true but that little part right there makes me be like ah whoever made this is all bullshit but the guy's name was forrest i guess which is not a super common name and it was on route 66 which is again you know somebody could have driven him there pushed him off the fucking cliff or you know and then and had him smacked by the car and it is a bit of a stretch or whatever, but the coincidences are just so freaking crazy, man. Yeah, or that could have been like uh, Q uses the the phrase comms a lot. Like, what are their comms? C-O-M-S. And it's like, what do they use to communicate with each other? Because they can't email each other. There were some Q posts about uh, using Google uh, Gmail, but not actually sending the emails. They would just go into into gmail they would compose a message and then they would save it in their drafts and then the other person would have the same email and password and they would get on and read the drafts and so then there was no record of any emails being sent you know so if the court or whatever was like we need all your emails they'd be like fucking look at them i don't care uh and then they talked about um, people using uh, video game stuff, which was also in the show Jack Ryan on Amazon, which is a pretty good show. Uh, but they would get on like, you know, PlayStation or whatever and use their chat function to like send messages to people and stuff. So anyway, so with the comms and all that, it makes me wonder if Tom Hanks was like, well, I can't call anybody and tell him to kill this guy. But what I can do is like everybody knows that he's saying the shit about me. So I'm going to just post uh, where I want it to happen. And the fact that something needs to be dead. So he just posts like roadkill on route 66 or whatever. And then the murderer guy or whatever, the hitman is out there who checks Tom Hanks Instagram every day just for things like this. And he's like, Oh, okay. Got the message. And then the day that it happens, then he posts the the red scarf, which is like a, a if you pause on that part of the video that they tell you to pause at, then it says something about like, you know, the the ultra elite Satanist type people. When they kill somebody, they want to use imagery and messaging and stuff like that. So that, you know, somebody will hang themselves and they'll use a red scarf or something. So then the people that hear that story are like, fuck. Like they said the thing that they weren't supposed to say and they fucking got red scarfed, you know, they. Right. So. Yeah. 
I don't know. But, but my instinct is to be like, no, I don't believe that based on that alone. I need way more evidence to believe that story. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't really have anything. What were you going to say? But what? I mean, just what could Tom Hanks do? Come out and be like, I'm not a pedophile, you guys. Like, that would just make us be like, that sounds like something a pedophile would say. <laughs> like, he's, I don't know how he proves his innocence in this case, you know? And that's what's fucked up about it. Because at least with, like, with R. Kelly or, like, Kevin Spacey and shit like that, like, we have some proof. Like, the best proof that anybody had with Tom Hanks is just, like, him with his hands on a girl's shoulder, like smiling for a picture. And people are like, Oh, I don't want to know what happened a minute after this picture was taken. And it's like, I, you know, I don't know. But the fact that he probably hates Trump as much as anybody else does and mysteriously decided to move out of the United States shortly after the death of that guy doesn't, way in his favor as far as my opinion on this story you know yeah yeah and you know and and people didn't have a problem with trump before he ran for president and then all of a sudden it was just like all hands on deck we all hate this motherfucker yeah everybody every channel every and people are like fox news liked him and it's like all right that's one channel that's why it's 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 weird that like uh, like Greg Gutfeld, for example, has the number one rated late night talk show. He's above, uh, you know, Jimmy Fallon. He's above Jimmy Kimmel, all that shit. The number one late night show is Greg Gutfeld on Fox. But it's like, that's because that's the only channel. That's like saying like, uh, you know, more black people watch BET than any other channel. And it's like, well, yeah. Like, what else are they going to fucking tune into to find shit that's specifically talking about the things that they want to talk about? Like, Fox News is the only sort of right-leaning channel. So if you've got NBC, ABC, CBS, NPR, well, it's not a channel, but, you know, all this shit, PBS, everything is telling you Trump's a piece of shit. Obviously, the one channel that's like, we don't think he's a giant piece of shit. People are like, all right, well, I'm going to watch this. So that's why it's number one. If there was more than one right-leaning channel, then Gutfeld wouldn't be number one because whatever show was on there would take half of his audience, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did notice that Trump came to the uh, the NCAA wrestling tournament. It was this last weekend, and Trump showed up for the finals, which I thought was cool as shit. And I was pretty surprised that ESPN – which seems very left-leaning, they they brought up the fact that he was even there, which, again, I thought that was um, – I, I was shocked by the fact that they even brought it up, you know. Why would he – is he a wrestling fan or something? I guess he is. I mean, he's a, he's a Dan Gable fan. Dan Gable is a very iconic figure in, in amateur wrestling. Um, so I don't know, but I thought it was cool as shit that he showed up and he took a, bu- a bunch of people, took pictures with him and, and – uh, you know, Cornell, Cornell has some great wrestlers and they took pictures with him and shit. And, and you would think they would be like left leaning, but, but that's not necessarily fair because there's plenty of smart people that aren't left leaning. Um, 
But anyway, I wanted to ask you this question before we uh, sign off here. Do you think, you know, part of the Q thing is that the first arrest will shock the world or whatever? I don't know if this would be that, you know, Trump getting arrested, if in fact he does, which it sounds like he probably will eventually. But do you think that this is the arrest that would shock the world? Or do you think it's going to be something like Obama or someone? I don't know. I mean, I, I've thought of this while all this was going on. And I was like, you know, would Trump's arrest shock the world? And it seems like even them talking about it may be happening in a few days. There was a lot of chatter about it online, you know, and I didn't look into what other countries, leaders and stuff were saying. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would imagine that would paint a pretty vivid picture of the idea that the United States is arresting its political enemies. Uh, like that's third world shit. You know, that's what you do when you know, you can't beat the person. Uh, your mic might've just gone off. I can't tell. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Ah, okay. Sorry. So yeah, that's third world country shit. Um, and, you know, and it would make other countries' leaders be like, you know, that's crazy. They're doing crazy shit. But I don't know if they if it would shock the world the way that I imagine that phrase was meant when he said it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see, man. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep riding this train until the wheels fall off or until uh until something major happens. You know. Yeah, I mean, my one of my biggest fears is, I mean, Trump has to have just the best security in the world. I can't imagine all this other shit that they've tried. I feel like one of the first conversations that they had, if the military guys really did come to Trump and they're like, we want you to do this. They probably explained to him their security plans or whatever, because it's like. You know, if I'm doing this, they're going to fucking assassinate me. And they're like, we've already thought of that, sir. We're going to have every fucking angle covered 100% of the time. Like, don't you worry about that. And I just wonder how they accomplish that. How many guys it takes. How many people are... Because, you know, Trump can't just decide day of. Like, I'm going to go watch some wrestling at this giant fucking... Uh, what's the word? Arena. Yeah. Like they have to communicate with the arena ahead of time. We want to know all the entrances, all the exits, like what doors are locked, what windows are are able to be broken, that kind of shit. Like I'm sure they were working on it for weeks. So it's, it's just interesting. I don't know. I'm absolutely shocked that. And if, it, you know, there are people who say that he has been, they've already attempted to kill him and all that, which I, I, I don't see how, he hasn't been yet. As many people hate him and as many people have, um, I believe, things to lose if he continues down this path. Because it's it's pretty obvious that they're desperate to get rid of this guy with all the shit they continue to throw at him. And they're just like, I don't know, bring Stormy Daniels back? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like I said last week. They're just throwing shit. Whatever they can find, you know? Yeah. Like throwing a doll at the guy, and the guy's like, "This does nothing to me." And they're like, "I don't know. You're about to fucking kill me, or whatever." But nothing left. But yeah, like if if there was a assassination attempt on Trump and they busted the guy, 
there's pros and cons to even telling people about that. Cause if anything, I think it would make the people that hate him be like, Oh, is that what we're doing? All right. Like I'll, I'll give it my shot. I'll, I'll chance my life on this. That's how much I fucking hate this guy. But I don't know. Maybe they just don't put it out because they don't want copycats or whatever. Or, or maybe it's just never happened. Maybe their security is so great that people wouldn't even think to try. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they didn't blow up the box center where the NCAA championships were because there's a lot of great wrestlers in there and people. And <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, and just, that's a, that, that's another thing that their secret service or his security or whatever probably had a conversation about. Like, what if somebody just bombs the whole fucking building and they're like, that's ah, all right. We got military planes in the sky, like just waiting, hovering. Maybe they've got like UFO type technology so they can just fucking pew right over to where they need to be if they need to be there. And And who knows? I know I don't. I know that I assume that the government has better technology than what they let us use. So yeah. who knows? But yeah, we're way over an hour. And uh, but if you uh, skipped the 13 minute video, then we're right on time. Absolutely. And uh, I think this is a great episode. I like your shirt. I meant to tell you that earlier. Thanks. I thought I'd dress nice today. Yeah, you're fancy. And I'm going to take it off immediately after we're done. Do you want to see how fucking tight it is? I was like, I can wear it sitting down, but it's just so fucking, <laughs> it just barely fits me now. But yeah, all right. All right, man. Good talking to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Don't forget to uh, share shit or screen record little clips or just share links or do whatever you want. All right. Good. Goodbye. Bye, buddy. All right, everybody, uh, Nonsense, episode 31. I can't believe we've done 31 of these already, but we have. And uh, like Mike said, if you enjoy these, please share them with your friends. Even just message them. You know, if you don't want to put it on your social media for reasons we understand, um, you know, message people on Messenger that you think might enjoy it. Um, I'm going to start doing that. And uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. As always, go to Making It Happen, M-A-C-A-N, it happen.com. Help out little Bo Making and his family. And uh, God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in. And it seems like there's something else I was going to tell you, but I cannot remember what. Anyway, I enjoy doing these. It's good for uh, it's good for me to just rant about some of this shit, but hopefully it's all true. Uh, we certainly believe it is. So God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in and take care. Mm -hmm.